All right, guys, Nord East Sportscast here. Um, we have a big-time episode. We're going to be talking about the NBA. We're going to be talking about baseball. Maya Moore being a local hero. We're going to talk about the R-words in the uh, Cleveland baseball team changing their name finally from those racist names that they've had for far too long. And uh, we'll end with some Premier League talk. Here we go, Nord East Podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Doing well, man. Phenomenally. How are you? I'm getting excited because sports are here. The Premier League is hot and heavy trying to finish up their season. And the best part is, is after the Premier League and all these leagues finish up, we still have Champions League. So we'll be talking about that in the future. That's August, right? Yeah, that's August. So things are back in full swing. Um, Baseball is uh, living and they're just on a razor's edge every day. (laughs) They all have COVID. The players are all bailing. Who knows? Um, The NBA is right around the corner. We got playoffs coming up. The NHL is coming back. Football is pretending like nothing's even happening. (laughs) They got their eyes covered and their ears plugged. Things are freaking wild right now in the world of sports, and it's fun to talk about it. But before we do that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nordeast Podcast. Also, subscribe on Podbean, the podcast app, or Spotify. Get the Nordeast Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week. That Spotify app for podcasts Whoa. is really slick. So is fancy. it cool? It's yeah. better. I should go subscribe. It's better than the podcast app. Better than the podcast app for apple i think it's the best podcast yeah, for sure yeah. so i love it so do that if you have spotify um, but otherwise find us we should be on every service at this point if we're not let us know um yeah so there you go we need your help on that you guys love the nordies podcast i feel like we've been dragging you guys kicking and screaming keeping your head above water through a time of pandemic and hopefully we've brought a little extra joy to your life and made things just a little easier even if it's just for like an hour and a half a week that's kind of what we love doing. That's what we like to do. All right, guys. So uh, we're drinking uh, another fancy beer. What are we drinking right now? Barrel Theories Fan the Flames. It's a partnership with Skeleton Witch Brewing. Um, it's an IPA with Citra Mosaic and Victoria's Secret Hops. Um, it's not as good as the last one, but still really good. Barrel Theory makes great beer. They really do. No exception here. I like everything they make. Um, Yeah, so we're going to enjoy that while we do this. And we're going to dive into some sports news. Guys, it's been a funky sports cast for a while. We know that just because sports in general have been pretty wild for the past few months. Most of them canceled. The things that are happening, um, you know, are maybe shouldn't be or shouldn't be. And people are getting COVID. It's all crazy. So we're going to talk about a couple stories. We're going to start with the world of baseball. And I know that probably turns some of our listeners off, um, but it hits home when some of our players from the Minnesota twins, um, who are one of the favorites to win the world series in this 60 game season are testing positive for COVID after signing a pretty team friendly, exciting contract. Miguel Sano has since then been accused of, uh, of kidnapping and extortion, extorting yeah, yeah. Um, someone for millions of dollars. He claims he was the one being extorted. I think that's just sort of like what happens in South American countries a lot. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of like, <laughs> no, there's like, there's a, like yeah. the kidnapping insurance is such a big business. So there's all this kind of crazy things. Who knows what the real truth is? Okay. Um, and then, uh, to know also tested positive for COVID now. He is why a drama he? factory. Seriously. This guy. And, and then who's the other guy who did? William. Williams Astadio. La Tortuga. Astadio. 
Yeah. My oh. guy. He also, my guy. They bolt this. And they, they have to now have two negative tests before they're allowed to be back with the team. Which two is, consecutive in two days negative tests. That's how you got to do it. Um, so, you know, it's a little bit of a bummer, and hopefully this isn't going to be something that carries into the season. That's happened with, like, some Premier Most League, teams Premier League players and, people, and I mean. Bundesliga players were like, yep, sorry, you got to sit out for two weeks. If and there's, then, like, what, 5 or 7% of the population has it, it's going to happen. And I then mean, they, they post messages kind of frequently, you know, on social media being like, I'm okay, you know, yeah. thanks for all your you know thoughts and all that stuff. It's and, just crazy to me because it's so under control in the United States that <laughs> I just can't believe our pro athletes are also getting it. Can't it's weird. believe it. It's weird. Um, all right, next up, uh, we have uh, the NBA. It's coming back. We're all excited about a lot of those big games. But this week, they talked about trying to set up a loser's tournament. Now, that's not what they're calling it, but it's going to be the eight teams that don't make the it's playoffs. the Gus Macker Toilet Bowl. They're going to be playing, it sounds like, in Chicago, and they're going to try to have some kind of little tournament with maybe um, extra odds in the draft i don't know what would be at stake maybe just a toilet trophy um this would be a cool way though for our team to gel a little bit to have a little bit better idea about maybe who we needed to resign and give the right contracts to you know maybe a guy like malik beasley like is he a piece for us moving forward or is he a guy we let walk who knows okay um also we've had so little opportunity to watch towns and russell play together just one game it would be a lot of fun to have the opportunity to watch those guys gel a little bit and maybe move in the right direction headed towards next season i just, maybe i can't imagine they're gonna do this um you know it's it's a pretty big deal for like these teams that are in the the nba playoffs to you know show up and they have to do this quarantine thing and it's this very controlled environment and then to do it all again in chicago for funsies feels wrong it's also very expensive it's expensive there's yeah. risk involved yeah. it's it's not uh you know if, if the cases had continued to decline like we all maybe hoped they would instead everything reopened and now it's horrible well we flattened the curve now it feels yeah exactly <laughs> now it feels like uh in bad taste to maybe do that loser's bracket i agree it it's a bad image and probably if you're in that format of a tournament where it's like the toilet bowl and you don't really care. Maybe you're yeah. a little more loosey goosey with your behavior and your your quarantining or your uh, isolation and social distancing. And you're like, eh, if I get it, who gives a you know? Rat's I would ass. be surprised if they do this. I'll say that. I would say it's and a, I think it's that like ten percent. Think about when you told all these players, eight teams worth. Hey, you didn't make it. They're on vacation. They're done. They're not going to even try to get back into shape for another three months. Yeah. You know, I hope it happens, though, for the Timberwolves sake. It'd be a really be good, good opportunity for, team for a team yeah. who traded literally the entire team away except for two guys. Right. I think the only two guys that are still there are Towns and Akogi from when Rosas took over the team. Uh, yeah, there was and a Culver, trade that happened. I was going right? to say Jared Culver. Culver is they drafted, yeah. But, yeah. but he showed up. He was hired last May. And at that time, the only two guys that were on the team pre-draft were... Kogi yeah, and Towns. It's a fire sale. They sold the whole team. They traded for all these new players. Guys like Hernan Gomez and uh, Beasley and a bunch I of other crappy guys. The, I, it's been so long. I can't you know, name the roster anymore. You know, it's just, it, it would be nice to get some kind of look at what we have, um, especially headed into the draft where we have odds at that number one pick. So I Dude, hope it happens. I had like deja vu when, when it almost didn't feel real that we had traded away all of those players like Rocco and Wiggins and like in my brain, they Corgi. almost, they almost still felt like part of the team yeah. just because we haven't been 
like so versed in that universe for such a long time you just kind of your brain defaults to what you've known mm-hmm. like is kevin love still in the team <laughs> like what's happening yeah what's ricky doing ricky <laughs> um yeah so there you go just be happy i'm hoping we <laughs> hoping we get a chance to see some of that i'd love to see towns and uh russell play together i think that's going to be exciting hopefully a reinvigorated towns who is trying to establish himself as one of the premier players in the NBA, playing with his best friend, um, hopefully tempting someone like Devin Booker to come join them somehow, some way. Um, who knows? The NBA is is um, has turned itself almost into the NFL in its ability to um, steal the spotlight of uh, what's happening in the sports world mm-hmm. 12 months a year. Well, and especially with the ability of players to migrate a little bit easier than the nfl like nfl free agency is a big deal but there's very few trades yeah like there, there, like there's a handful of trades and most of them are mostly meaningless but like the nba like you just said eric we had a gm come in and unload the entire roster you can do that but for three guys yeah um that would i mean to even trade like five players in the NFL would be an act of God. Like that just doesn't, just doesn't really work. Or you're trading like practice squad players that are, you know, never going to play. So, um, I think that's, uh, a really like positive piece in terms of parity within the NBA that, that makes it like Eric said, conducive to being in the news constantly and that players can be moved at any point. You can hit the reset button pretty quickly and you should often. All right, uh, next up, we'll move on um, from some NBA talk. Actually, before we do, I have a couple questions for you guys. Um, What uh, teams or storylines are you the most excited about um, as the NBA comes back? I want to see what Giannis can do. I am rooting for the Bucs officially throughout this playoffs. Um, I want the Nets to burn down and, and do horribly. And I just, I'm curious to see what the Lakers do. I mean, that's the number one storyline. I'm curious. I am not rooting for them at all, but I, I I like LeBron. I just it's the fucking Lakers. Is man. it impossible to not like LeBron at this point? You know, it's like when you get late in guys' careers in sports, where you just like you just want to witness the greatness. Like yeah. I spent most of Tim Duncan's career hating him because he was like a, the rival of Kevin Garnett. And then at the end of his career, I just like enjoyed the last few years of like a great player. LeBron is b- way beyond that um, as truly a guy making a claim for the greatest player in NBA history. I want to see him win MVPs. I want to see him win titles. I, I don't like the Lakers, but I like LeBron. Um, at least I want him there in the in the discussion at the end. Um, I guess um, just seeing can Giannis and the Bucks make a deep run and then, you know, can we get a Western Conference final of the Lakers and the Clippers? You know, the two super teams out West with uh, Davis and LeBron versus Kawhi and uh, I think it'd be funny if the Rockets are super pesky throughout this, too, which they will be. Yeah, they'll score. They won't defend anything. Yeah, but they'll score a lot. It should be. Um, I remember they traded excited. away like their they're one tall guy, and they they they're like playing like Robert Covington this crazy at like center. small ball <laughs> thing. Yeah, they're they're going for it. I think it's um I think it's interesting because I wonder if this entire pandemic bought LeBron like another full season at peak capacity. Yeah, like I don't know how these stats are going to count towards all-time statistics and all of that thing. and Or, or you know, everyone's going to try to put an asterisk on anything that he does in this whole season right? Uh, beyond, you know, the the ending of the, the regular season. Um, but I wonder if, like, just letting LeBron take, like, basically, like, four months off in the middle of the season 
is going to rejuvenate him to then have another like solid season at like beyond what he's going to, you know, what he, what he was on track for. So like, is he going to be like 38 and still dominant? Yeah. Like, you know, averaging like nearly a triple double at a high level. I mean, obviously like the, I think he can, it's going to go down at some point. He looks unbelievable. Have you seen his like Instagram videos and shit? The guy's in the best shape of any athlete ever. (laughs) His body is insane. He's so big and so cut and he takes and moves such, so fast he takes such good care of himself yeah it's pretty crazy it's wild so i wonder if like just from him from like a legacy standpoint if this pandemic is like a good thing yeah for his overall numbers if he can add another season on i mean of really high that's level scary. play absolutely that's scary because he came in the league when he was what 19 well he's the most veteran player once yeah, vince carter yeah. retired and yeah. he's also a top three so and he what? spends like five million dollars a year on his body and he's gonna last for like another eight years somehow and play with his son it's gonna be unbelievable so i i always want to see lebron i want to see Giannis take that step and get to the finals i want to see lakers clippers i want to see you know some of these fringe teams that just i like, couldn't piece it all together like the sixers the 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 Rockets the um, fuck the Sixers the the Celtics you know just some of these teams that are just like haven't got over the hump like can they contend so I don't know it would just be great to have the NBA back yeah can't wait all right next up uh, speaking of basketball Maya Moore um, definite Hall of Famer in WNBA one of the greatest women's players in all of all time Um, she stepped away from the game last year right Um, I was it to have a a child as well. Much to the chagrin of, of the coach and, and local media here, really, she, so she issued a statement like, you know, to focus on some... Um, it was like know, ministry, ministry, is what she said. Yeah, ministry activities and stuff. And so we're all sort of like, did she just give up on her team at the prime of her career to like go to church more often but or didn't something? But didn't she skip two years? Like one of them, she was, she was pregnant and then the next one she... Just decided not to come back, and no, she had this she cause. Was, I thought she had played, and then she l- walked away. Okay, last year. Well, I'm not exactly sure, but I mean, to go have a child or something—that's totally that's understandable. Yeah, this yeah. sort of felt like felt like giving up, but she made it her mission during this time to free somebody that she had known that was in prison for some assault, and he had been in prison for you know decades years and years it's like 25 years or something. and so she got lawyers involved they they opened the case they she spent some of you know a bunch of her own money on it and um he's been released like it worked like i think his name is jonathan irons um and she was there to like greet him coming out of prison i mean it's amazing so i think that i owe maya more an apology because for sure we all sort of like local media was really brutal to her like remember that what's that max Max Myers or whatever on the fucking Channel 4. Max. Mike I Max. I don't watch local news. Mike so. Max. He was like brutal to her and like really tore her apart. And a lot of people were not, were just kind of ripping her. And I think in the end, she did something really positive, really cool. It wasn't selfish at all. Um, and so she she deserves some credit. So she went to be like an actual person who's an emulation of Jesus more so than the people that like want to carry guns and not wear masks yeah. is what you're saying. There you go. Perfect. So, no, yeah. I mean it's it's literally like the embodiment of yeah. what people should be doing when they have platforms. And like we rip like not we don't. A lot of people rip on athletes of like this is not the time to do that and then she steps away to go do that stuff and then gets ripped for it anyway and it just doesn't make sense. Like she did what she wanted to do. She was tired of playing 
basketball and she went to do something that she believed in yeah. and now she's had a success story and hopefully yeah. she has more of those to come because and hopefully she she comes back she can come play again i would rather She'll be one of the top five players if she comes back but so. i would rather see maya Moore in the news for those stories yeah. than like she won another WNBA title i think yeah. that's more worthwhile yeah, if she's I able agree. to continue that that's cool i agree props all right next up madden so we've had a lot of changes in uh, college athletes, and I believe over the next 18 months or so, college athletes are going to be able to use their likeness to make money. So they'll be able to get sponsorship deals. Um, a lot of them will have local sponsorship deals, especially those kids who are playing in the South, um, where you know football is life and whatever sports mm-hmm. you know are life. These kids are going to be able to make money off their own likeness, which is going to change college sports forever, I think, for the better. Um, and it's also going to have uh, college teams now officially as part of the Madden franchise. I don't know what that will look like. It sounds like 10 franchises or 10 yeah, college teams. It's are big be teams. Um, you know, the teams you might imagine. Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, LSU, Nebraska's LSU, in there. Yeah. Clemson. Nebraska. Texas. Yeah, I know. Nebraska that hasn't a... been relevant since 1995. Ohio State, Michigan, USC, and the Gophers. No, yeah. it didn't no, make not it. Not but So you can, it's some kind of mode where you can play... Um, like two seasons as one of these teams. Um, it seems cool. I'm not going to play the game. I don't have it. I think it's more interesting. And I like this idea that I want to get to know these players more, right? Like I'm a gopher fan, but I don't really, you know, the, these players are so protected and not because they want to be, it's because the, the, they're not allowed to make money off their likeness. So but I don't see their likeness. They're students first, Jim. Yeah. They don't stop. They're right? like, they're I, like some of them get a free education and that's worth more than the money that they deserve Correct. to be paid for making oh, people. Oh, you want to get a YouTube channel? Exactly. YouTube channel with your own name on it? Can't have Can't it. Can't have that. I know. So it's crazy. I just want to see like, you know, I, I want to get to know the personalities of these guys a little bit. I want to see their faces a I little bet they bit. have a lot of like like super funny, like great personality dudes. Like, let's get to know them. Yeah. yeah like, let's let them make some money off that. So I think it will only increase my fandom of, of college football. Like imagine to get to know the players a little bit, even if they're making money on it. Yeah, of course. Every time you know one of these guys, somebody who does a talk show, it's not because they want people to like them. It's because they make money off people liking them, right? So imagine if it's all like about money, anyways. The gopher, like there was like five like gregarious gopher football players that started a YouTube channel that was like impressions of PJ Fleck. And then they just like did like SNL style parodies of Coach Fleck in practice. Like I bet that would be like absolutely fucking hilarious. That'd be gold. That would be absolute like gold comedy. I just think that they've harmed themselves. So we've talked so many times about the NBA and how they have become, um, you know, in competition with the NFL and you know European soccer. Um, for like the biggest sport in the world. Yeah. I mean, they're not there, but they're, you know, they're getting like, there. Yep. They're moving in that direction. And I think that the biggest piece of that was um, uh, showcasing the individual players and their personalities mm-hmm. and allowing those players to have personalities. To have that voice. I mean, you watch Michael Jordan, people were begging for him to have more of a voice, and he's like the most famous athlete of all time. It's you probably know? good that he didn't. Yeah, probably was good. <laughs> but, you know, like we, we, we love to get these individual stories. We love to hear about how fierce of competitors these guys are. We love to hear about the struggles they've had and the families that they have and the causes that they care about. We love to watch the outfits, the silly outfits and the crazy things these guys wear as they come into the stadium Mm -hmm. i mean we love these things the nfl has gone the opposite way and college football has followed their lead definitely um and the ncaa in general of just like 
being like team first. We care about the coaches and the owners and the team and the players are all just part of the team. No I in team. And it's just like, I agree. I love that teams are great and they care about each other. But like, I also <laughs> like when guys have no, you some. you don't. That was bullshit. Like, I love the team's great. But listen. But in reality, like, I want to get to know them and I yeah. want these guys to have these big personalities. So college football, you're way behind. College sports in general, you're way behind. These kids have been, um, not even all of them even have scholarships. So when asshole people who have no idea what they're talking about are like, they have a free education. They don't deserve anything else. Like, well, first of all, that education number is like incredibly inflated, as we it? found out. Like, I mean, is it worth $35,000 a year to oh, go to the University right. of Minnesota? What are they really getting? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, like, do you remember yeah. when Johnny Manziel played at Texas A&M? Okay. Unfortunately, yes. Do you remember that, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the biggest freaking star Literally in Literally the only th- person that anybody talked about. Everyone was obsessed with Manziel. Whether you loved him or you hated him, He, you had to watch him. Like, he was so exciting. He literally was like Fran Tarkington, just running around in circles, just making insane plays, literally willing his team to victory. Whether you thought he was the most annoying person ever or the greatest player ever, he was must-watch. Johnny Manziel should have been paid $5 million that year. He made so much money for college sports. He had so many eyes on the television, and he got paid a free tuition, and like someone probably bought his dad like a SUV. And he didn't even <laughs> and he, he didn't even need the money because no. he came from money. So but, it wasn't like he was yeah. like gifted this like huge donation. And like the other thing is you have you would have guys not avoiding staying in college sports. Um, right. Guys who could make money, girls who could make money for their likeness might stay longer making the sport more competitive than running early to professional sports. To go get a paycheck for the first time in their life. Like how dude, people are poor in college. It kind of sucks. Like you get that. But like these people also grew up poor. So it's not like they left like a pretty comfortable home situation to go live in a shitty dorm and be poor. And then they finally get a chance to go get in the draft and get it, you know, some kind of paycheck, like pay them what they're owed, get them. I mean, like you said, they're making so much fucking money. They would stick around a little longer because they would just finally be comfortable. Yep. Well, and not only that, it might even give the kids that aren't necessarily going to go pro that might be like borderline, like they're really like pretty good college athletes, but they're not going to ever make it in the professional sports. Mm-hmm. Either A, have a platform to do something else, or B, start a career like either right. as a, a blogger or a YouTube channel or something that they're really good at, but they only would have those followers because of college athletics. Right. So allow them that opportunity to broaden their horizons under the guise, you can still be like, oh, this is part of our student-athlete program, like it's outreach to the community, blah, blah, blah. We're changing with the times. You could still sell yeah. it as part of like the college experience, but allow the student to like kind of like go in a different direction that's not going to be sports necessarily. Right. Yeah. All right, guys, let's move on to topic A, though. The main thing that we've been hearing about this week, which has definitely been um, the possible name changes of super racist uh, named sports franchises. <laughs> yeah. um, the Washington, I don't even say this, but I will we say, say it We you. say our words, generally. The Redskins is the most inappropriate name I've ever heard for a team ever. And the logo. It's freaking ridiculous. Have you heard of the Wichita Shockers? <laughs> <laughs> inappropriate, but not racist. That's harmless. This is actually like really harmful to people. We know people that that are native that that are hurt by this every day and they, what, they what fight if, against it what if the team was like named like the uh the washington crackers 
or like the Washington Savages. You'd be like, yeah. that's just, just that, there's no place for that in modern society. Yeah, like, exactly. No matter what race it is, it's People terrible. People are so afraid to be polite. And it's be considerate. It's just ridiculous. It's like it's you're weak literally if you like the are, name... consider someone else's fucking feelings. I mean, like, it's if you think of, like, a traditional disgusting way to kill someone based on their race, like, I'm going to say something shocking here, and I'm just saying it's on par. Mm-hmm. It would be like if the team was called the Washington lynched black people. Right. It's that freaking bad. It is disturbing. The Redskins thing is talking about a skinned Native American. Like a scalp. Oh, I thought it was just because... And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was because that was how they sold Native Americans to the England migrants was that they're red-skinned and they're different and they're savages. Mm. And so that's what that came from. I think this is like... Not the- not, not particularly because they were being scalped. I'm not saying that didn't happen. I'm saying that yeah. that's what they were trying to sell to the white people... And now it's stuck around. I mean, it's literally been around since like the 1500s. Yeah. Like it's ridiculous. I just knew it was like a slur that I wasn't allowed to say. And then all of a sudden, you know. But Eric's a history teacher, so maybe he knows more. Yeah. I just thought it was more of like a generic term, not necessarily to that specific act. So we found out that uh, we found out that 40% of the ownership group, three people and 40% of the Redskins, less than Dan Snyder, who is the majority owner of the team, um, are going to sell their shares. Or, the team, or well, they their, hired a bank. That is going to market and see what their shares could be worth. If the team can't be named a racist thing, yeah. get the fuck out of That's here. Crazy. We do not need Just them. Buy. What trash people get them out of here? So I wanted to well, say. Okay, sorry. I was to say the other reason this is even only being considered, and I will give you two names FedEx and Nike. Yep. And That's I think why the this is happening. Bigger, I think, I think, I think the Pepsi bigger ones. as well. Okay, sure. But all massive corporations. But, but I, I think too. The, the, the name on the stadium. And the company that owns the sale of the like uh, merchandise, yeah, they pulled all of said, the Washington R word. They said that apparel they, we will not sell yeah. your stuff anymore. And now Dan Snyder's like, okay, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we're gonna do a which is seven day bullshit. Like the They've way been they, under pressure for this for for decades. The way they treated um, who's the former owner of the Clippers, Donald Sterling. Sterling. Yeah. Get Ster- they got Sterling out because he was racist. Like the fact that Dan Snyder only wants to change the name because now it has a financial impact to his yeah. bottom line means he should be gone. Right. But all the other owners are white guys who are probably kind of racist, and they're old, and he's not. Nothing's going to happen to him, and it's bullshit. And then he's going to be like, the, he's going to be like known as this like champion yeah. because he decided finally under financial pressure under, to change the literally fucking name. he made the he, it's, a, it's always been a financial decision before all like you know the world a little bit it was financially better for him to keep it and now it's financially better for him to change it and that's all he's doing he's so, following the money like everybody else so there's lots of names out there um the generals is up for sale by the harlem globetrotters which is hilarious because when they continue <laughs> to suck it will be the curse of yeah. like um, another one that a lot of people like is the Red Tails. The Red Tails are uh, kind of a renowned like plane. Yes. Yeah. Um, they like the, they're like the it. the Tuskegee Airmen kind of thing. Like yeah. they were a they were a specific sect of like the Navy that that flew planes in World War Two. Okay. Guys, I'm giving you mine. I've pitched this before. This is the answer: the Washington Pigskins. It's the easy yeah. answer. Let's think about this. A pigskin is a name 
for a football. The it's vegans are going to lose it. But. Yeah, PETA is going to have a field day with that. <laughs> yeah, but the pigskin, they still call it, toss me the pigskin, you know? Like, it's mm-hmm. still a Who thing. Who says pigskin? It's people like a, still say pigskin. Yeah, it's like the nickname for it's a football. football. You never heard that? I mean, no, I have heard the I mean, term pigskin. People use it. Yeah. Does does anybody have you ever heard in the last ten years someone say, "Hey, toss me that pigskin"? They still can be toss me the pigskin, baby. Yeah, it Chuck was on the pigskin. You must not on, be throwing footballs on, around we, like I am. We like sports. <laughs> we like sports, and we don't care who knows. They're like, Thro- and throw me the pigskin. <laughs> so pigskin, they can still be called the skins, which people call them already, right? And then also pigs, another name for hogs, hogs, which is the name of the 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 supporters of the Redskins. Their fans are nicknamed the hogs. Uh, What's your what's your mascot then? A big old pig, baby. I think the the logo is like is like uh, Like a a a, a football. No, no, no. It's a it's a a pig that's on like a rotisserie skewer with the apple in its mouth, like being Mm, like kind of turned. Yum. I think I think that 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 it's like uh, a. the Washington W that they already have with like a football behind it. It's really simple yeah. logo. Boom, pigskins. They're still the skins. So it's, it's very like Nationals esque. Yeah. Like just like you embrace the W yeah, as part do. of the Washington. Easy. Like, it's so easy. I think it's the easy name. I don't know why we even. Done I think this that already. they're going to change the name to um, the DC Redskins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I stole that from an Onion article. I think they're. Uh, <laughs> I was but like, man, their that's... new name. I appreciate DC your Redskins. I appreciate your honesty. Um, I think they're going to go with something super generic, like the the Washington Monuments or oh. like something. Like I'm serious. Okay. Like they're going to go like completely in the opposite direction and be like, "This is kind of silly." Like even the Capitals has been thrown out Boo. again, like but to copy the hockey the team. Pigskin. Yeah, you can't have you can't have a repeat. The Washington Pigskin. Let's do it. It's easy. It's the it's the name. They uh-huh. already have the name. They already have the name. If that ever the pressure ever mounts, yeah. we'll go to this. They know. Okay, they know what so they're do. the other one then. So they'll sell a ton of uniform like yeah. gear. I mean, it's a good financial move. Hopefully, they don't do what the University of North Dakota did, and then just like being such assholes. They were like, "Fine, if we can't be the Fighting Sioux because it's offensive to people who who cares if it's offensive to them because we don't mean it offensively, mm-hmm. then we just won't have a name." And then they just like call themselves. I think they're like the eagles or something but they just like call themselves the university of north dakota well they tried to make themselves the fighting sue s-u-e uh, really and then that got struck down yeah Boo. they literally so tried stupid. to be dickheads about losers. it yeah okay so the other one then so like 10 hours later the the cleveland indians which i mean is just as bad like just a, one indian not an appropriate term no one has thought it was appropriate for decades Mm-hmm. Two, the logo is a caricature of a native with a baseball for yeah. a face. <laughs> it's shocking. pretty crazy. Um, so this one, they're also doing saying this now, and I think they will be the first ones to make this move. I do. And what everybody wants is for them to go to the Cleveland Spiders, which I don't really know what league they played in or anything, but they were a Cleveland team from the 1880s. Maybe it was like wow. a was it like a Negro it might uh, have league been. team. I'm not yeah. sure if it was, but it was some team from Cleveland. I don't know if it was a, uh, I don't know. I have no idea who. But they, Dude, the spiders could be a great logo. They already have really cool. cool logos. That'd be for awesome. It. Yeah, yeah, I saw a bunch of stuff for it. The fans there are crazy about the. There's idea. a whole sect it. of animals that people are not tapping into. Yeah. that need to be like insects. I mean, we got like you got all these birds. Everybody's in the birds, man. Yeah, yeah insects are cool. How about some fish? Get yeah, some they, fish pelicans. Go. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Terrible. Yeah. We need we need more uh, cool names. The spiders would be one. So the Cleveland spiders, I think, will happen sooner than later. 
I'm going to guess that they're going to announce it at some point in the season that it will be effective. The only reason I would say mm-hmm. baseball will take a little bit longer is that they're run by dinosaurs. Yeah. I've said that multiple yeah. times. And like, how about the dinosaurs? Why isn't there goddamn uh, you know T Rex team? Come on, the Raptors. You mean like the Toronto oh, Raptors? Oh, yeah. never mind. Yeah, okay, yeah. Shut the fuck but up. no, no, no. But we, <laughs> but we need more. Like they, they can be more creative. And there's so many stupid team names like the Minnesota Wild. Oh, what a horrible name. What a <laughs> the Man Bear Pigs. Stupid name that is. Um, yeah. So a couple other ones. Um, the Braves <laughs> to me is very offensive. And um, not only is are they super offensive with their stuff that are their logo literally has like a, a like a stone tomahawk on it they still do the tomahawk chant the yeah. oh yeah inappropriate not okay not okay no one thought it was okay since they were winning world series in the 90s and it's even worse now yeah. it's not I mean, okay the, the people the the fans just paint their face red of course they do and you can't even blame them they're just dressing up as a mascot but when the vikings do it you know, it's like, okay, these are white people appropriating a white culture. Okay, that's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you for can't some even, re- yeah. like, blame the fans. It's just, you got to change the fucking name of the team. You have to. So, another one is the Chiefs, and it has a lot less outrage, but I did um, ask friend of the pod, uh, Scott Wilkie, mm-hmm. who is uh, native himself. He's, He's native. Very- he keeps up on all these things. He knows what the leadership of of these native groups, you know, is into... He's very passionate he is, about yes, this. he's passionate about it. He's an advocate. Yeah, and so I asked him, um, because I said, you know, it's not really for me to decide. You know, you have much more to say in this than I ever will. I and he's just not, knowledgeable. About, yeah, right? and he's very knowledgeable. I said, you know, I, I think that some of these teams um, are a name that is something that native groups could be proud of, and other ones aren't. And he said if it was his choice, he would get rid of all of them, because he just thought they were all inappropriate. Um, and so, like... One thing that we kind of talked about with the Chiefs was that um, they're not attempting to be um, offensive with their logo or the name, but what happens it's is Arrowhead. I mean, there's yeah, that. What thing, happens but. is is you end up getting people wearing you know traditional um, headdresses and and outfits to these games and painting their faces in a way that is offensive to people. Um, now the two that I don't, haven't heard anyone have an issue with, but people could, would be like, um, teams that are nicknamed the Aztecs, like San Jose State is the Aztecs. I'm sure there's a few others as well. Um, the Seminoles in Florida. Aztecs Florida are State. like Central America. That doesn't even really count. Yeah. Yeah. The Seminoles are, are more so because <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I know, I'm but I, I get that you're making fun of the nationalistic perspective yeah. that everyone has now. Seminoles in Florida State, you know, um, I think that they have a little more support from some of the people who are part of these groups, like Mexico is a lot of people who consider themselves of Aztec descent and they um, to my knowledge maybe there's many people who are offended by it but to me um, they seem to have a little more support so we're not here on the I'm Nordic guessing, podcast I'm guessing them. I'm guessing the population of Mexico is not tuning into the San Diego State uh, comings and goings that much yeah. like I, I'm guessing the revenue dollars aren't that big of a, of a deal otherwise it would probably happen but yes yeah. there, I mean um, uh, an example that's like semi-local to me having grown up in illinois was that um the university of illinois had to remove chief alinewek who was their mascot because they're the fighting illini Mm. which has some native american implications and they did their from what i remember living there they did their best to try to be respectful of the tribes that had ties to that name and they wanted to be very inclusive. Um, but eventually the the tribe said, 
we don't like this. Mm-hmm. And, and that's it. That and then they changed it. it, and it's gone. That's good. Um, and so, uh, but like Eric mentioned with the Seminoles, I think the Seminoles, again, Scott Wilkie would probably be the best person to talk about this too. But from what I understand and what I've read is that there is a lot of buy-in from the community as a whole down there because Florida State embraces that as part of their culture and, you know, probably makes appropriate, you know, donations and um, outreach programs and not just be like... Afford scholarships to... It's not just a guy on a horse to start the game that's throwing like a, a, you know, a spear in the ground. Like there's a meaning behind that. And we're letting those cultures tell us what to do with that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm hoping that those type of programs that have buy-in are doing it respectively, respectably, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but then, you know, like you said, the Chiefs, the Braves, the Redskins, like, get it gone. Like, if you're not doing I mean, things, the Redskins needs to be first. It's not even just... <laughs> Like of like the wrong that, nomenclature. That, to that should literally it's be done slur. tomorrow. It's literally a slur. They so. should literally just say our name is no longer the Redskins. We don't know what it's going to be, but we will f- henceforth yeah. not be known as the Redskins. And like you can nip this in the bud right away. Yeah, they should. Yeah. So we'll see. But Dan Snyder is a moron. In so a few days, we'll won. find out. Apparently. Yeah. So hopefully that happens sooner than later. It is, seems absurd that we're still having this conversation. Um, it's also crazy that like. Um, sorry. One last thing. Like. LeBron James changes teams from the the Cavaliers to the Miami Heat and Dan Gilbert is like if anyone owns a LeBron James jersey you could come into our fan shop and exchange it for free <laughs> for a different jersey of your choice and then like and they're like can I get a Dion Waiters yeah. <laughs> where's your you got any J.R. Smiths left double yeah. XL yeah. um and then like Dan Snyder's like, oh man, this is gonna cost us so much money to change this over. Like, dude, just be like, if you got an old R word jersey, mm-hmm. come into the shop. We're gonna get you a fresh one. Maybe we'll we'll give you sixty bucks off to turn in your new one, and you get a you pay no thirty. People, dude, people are so fucking stupid. All if they change the name, yeah, people are gonna go crazy on eBay for their old yep. stuff. No, no, no. But I'm to, saying they're I'm, only gonna wear the old stuff. It's gonna be stupid for like no, uh, twenty years. My but point is, we'll get over it. We need to make the change now, even if people's minds don't change until sure. Later. I agree with that, hundred yeah. percent. I'm saying my point is, what they should do is say, if you have an old jersey, no matter what it is, if it has the our skins logo on it bring it into the team shop and you can get any new one you want for free yeah. and let just people do like a across the board trade in and then a we're going to take yeah. all those and get rid of them which and is cool yeah i, I would think love that that, right? that would be the smart move yeah. he won't do that but that would be in my opinion the smart move well i think it's actually a good economic opportunity for them to make a cool name and sell a bunch for more sure shit, so yeah. Who wants to own like a burnt red? And I don't mean that in like the, but like just the color itself is terrible. Yeah. Like rebrand. This is an opportunity. If you want to think about like the bottom line, this is the opportunity to not only one, do the right fucking Should thing. Make a pact finally. That if they change the name and they come out with new branding, no matter how ugly it is, even if it's like, like LA Chargers ugly, we're going to be like, this is amazing. LA Great. Rams. LA Rams. Yeah, the Rams look like shit. Chargers look cool. The Rams will be like, damn, nailed it. Good job. Go buy stuff from Well, them. we'll see. It might suck. I'm going to give them the benefit <laughs> of the doubt, though. I need, they need to make this change. It's been far too long. So Agreed. Um, all right. 
before we get out of here real quickly, um, Premier League. Yeah. Wow. Premier League is, is we've been, we've been banging on the Premier League drum for quite some time now. And, uh, if you still aren't watching it, you're out of your freaking mind. What drama the league is. Um, it's unbelievable. It's so fun. And the crazy thing is, is like, oh, is it? It, it has so okay. much money. Not right now. The Premier right. League has so much money um, compared to other leagues that as everyone struggles financially, Premier League teams are all going to get stronger. Even the, even though they all are like, we don't have any money this year. It's like, but all the players are half off. And so they're going to find that money somehow, some way. The teams are all going to strengthen. It's only going to get better. Um, and then the best thing is how fast and furious these games are coming at us. You have games like five, six days a week oh, right it's now. Incredible. The, your team's playing twice a week. They, I wonder if I wonder if the Premier League is not looking at this schedule, being like, uh, "Could we condense this a little like, bit and get we, way more games?" They're like, "Can yeah. we get more TV money so that the <laughs> rosters can be bigger, so teams can rotate more exactly. and just play not, more games?" Not even kidding. Yeah, not even kidding. And we would love it. I, I'm I'm loving this right now. I love the midweek games um, in the afternoon. I love waking up on the weekends and watching these games. Um, and it's just an absolute roller coaster. You have uh, teams who have really underperformed the last few years um, in Arsenal and Man United. Um, both of them would, ha- you, you know, if you went back 15 years, they were the two biggest teams in England and maybe arguably the two biggest teams in the, the world. The two most successful in England for sure. Um, they were for a long period of time. The, one of the two won the title every year until Abramovich brought, bought Chelsea and added them to the to that mix. Um, they, in the last few years have missed out on champions league, have been major disappointments um, since uh, January. They're the top two teams in the premier league, which is really interesting. Um, Points-wise, Man United number one, Arsenal number two. And not huge gap because there hasn't been that many games. Obviously, they're behind from COVID. Um, but just seeing some of these teams kind of right the ship, seeing Liverpool win their first Premier League title ever, seeing Chelsea playing really strong, but also adding some fun pieces um, that are coming in the in the, the next few weeks. So I guess they're technically already part of the they're team. They're already training, but not part of the team, yeah. Um, you know, uh, City, who looks like absolute killers right now um, they look good <laughs> um, didn't they lose today though no no one or something no no but no. but but you know i think they just, play tomorrow just oh, these right. teams are everyone's doing great and playing well except for spurs who are gonna have to fire Mourinho because he's washed um you know lester and wolves kind of joining the party of the top six a little bit i just think that the premier league is prime time sports right now like imagine when we started getting jimbo into Premier League, and it was literally like the top five clubs, and you were considering West Ham, and we're like, don't. Okay, thank you for that and, so much. <laughs> and you were considering City, and we were like, don't, because, you know, man. It'd be like, well, at the time, they were it's on like, top, so like it would have been like... Rooting for the Patriots, yeah, like, exactly, in that regard. Which I didn't want to do. But now, Eric's touched on like such a great thing. Like Everton kind of used to be in that conversation for like a top six club. Um, and then they've since fallen off. But imagine some of these, I want to call them like younger clubs, like Wolves, Sheffield United, who've kind of been on like a downslope. Um, Leicester kind of like always being a little bit more consistent and like financially savvy. Imagine if it if it was like there's a top eight yeah. every year. And 
they're all close in points. And like maybe maybe someone runs away with it like Liverpool did this season, but then like um you know City is is pretty far and away in second, but then like 3 through 8 every year is an absolute crapshoot. Yeah. And it's an absolute slugfest like going down the stretch like Eric said with games on Saturday and then Wednesday and then Sunday and and with your with your team and it's yeah. fucking incredible. It's incredible. Like watching the points teams are moving all over the place and you're playing teams that are like fighting not to be relegated in a shortened COVID season. And they're like playing their asses off and the Chelsea loses to Aston Villa on some, you know, last minute goal. And it's frustrating as a, as a Chelsea supporter, but then you understand like why Aston Villa has that extra gear right. in a game their against pay, a, their pays all about to get cut <laughs> in yeah. a game where like literally their financial lives dependent on it. Like yeah. it's so incredible to watch the entirety of the premier league come together in something like this. And it's fantastic. And you watch Norwich who's in 20th place right now, I believe or 19th place. No, they're dead last 20th place. Yeah. They lose the other day. I don't even know who they played, but they got whooped by somebody. And at the end of the game, um, their players were like hanging out on the field. Some of them were talking on the bench. Um, some of them were sitting on the ground, like obviously distraught that they were headed down. And the team's finances and how they pay players depends on the money they get from that Premier League TV deal. So a lot of these guys' careers are going to be affected negatively as they're going to make less money. They're going to have to go down to a a lesser league. They're going to have, you know, missing years of their prime or the end of their career. I mean, they, these, Mm -hmm. this, this shit is for keeps. It's in, in, it's real in American sports. You can just be on a bad team and just have a contract that pays you a bajillion dollars. The guarantee like NBA guaranteed contract. You win 10 games a year. You still get paid. $12 yeah. million. Dollars and these guys can just be on loser teams forever. And Carl and, Towns loves it. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins loved it. Yeah. Uh, Carl so, Towns doesn't exist in the fucking Premier League. So tune in, guys. The Premier League is freaking great. If you don't know who to cheer for, um, reach out to us. Yeah, or just watch for a couple weeks. and just, We like, can help. Follow. Like Honestly, if you reach out to us, we will help guide you through it. I mean, you guys did it for me live on the podcast. like For years. I mean, we took a whole year to do it. And I'm glad we did because we ended up in the right spot. But, you know, we I'd watch weekend and we'd talk and then I'd walk, watch again and we'd talk. And I was over here for a while over here. I ended up with Liverpool, obviously so happy with that. Um, that turned out great. You, you, you but I got in right you got before. In, you got in right before they blew up into the, be, be I the mean, best team I mean, the idea world. was that they would probably be finishing top four next year. Yeah. So I started following them halfway through a season. They finished it. Uh, and then the next year, they were right up there with City. This and then they won the Champions League, and then this year they won the league, and not the Champions League, they're out, but all good, yeah. And like it's so weird because you were like leaning West Ham, and then they threw like out the kids, then they threw the bubbles out, yeah. The bubbles. And, you, the bubbles. And, and then you were like, I'm done. Well, it was ultimately when you guys where you guys were like, Look, man. West Ham is not a top four consistent team. They're not. They're like lucky to stay in the league, even though they spend a bunch of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, um, yeah, they have a brand new stadium. They have lots of support, but and they're a London team. Yeah, that was one of the criteria I you did, were looking it, for. Once was, I gave that up, then it was yeah. then it opened it up. You made the right call. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, obviously, so, guys. Um, that's all the time we have. Um, tune in this week. Some big games ahead. Um, I wish we could do a whole Premier League podcast. We could. Sometime. We could. But yeah, it's it's worthy of that. I mean, it's so much fun. It's it's you know maybe during an NFL season, I'm most passionate about the NFL. But I mean, just consistently from month to month, I think the Premier League is the league I'm the most excited about. A serious question. Yeah. Desert Island, 
direct TV package. Do you get and and you don't you don't get any information from any of the other leagues. You don't have a phone, nothing. Do you get the Sunday ticket or do you get the Premier League package? I mean, wow. I probably get the NFL just because I'm the most passionate about the Vikings by by a great margin, but it's crazy because I would watch more Premier League games for sure. I would watch a lot more. But I those care. Vikings games would the mean Vikings the most. games are the most important thing. To so me it's top. Wise. It's top heavy for you. It's I want to watch the Vikings and the playoffs and like Sunday night football and a lot of the rest I can skip. But you're not watching the Browns Bengals. No, no, week, no, no, no. You know Thursday but night the, game. But the but the Premier League from top to bottom, I care more. I'm interested in the relegation battle. I'm interested in top four. I'm interested in everybody in the league. And so I think that the Premier League overall has a better product, but the NFL just has such strong ties to your team yeah. that like I care so much about the Vikings, but I don't care that much about the rest of the NFL. So, yeah. Um, so what's your answer then? The I'd NFL? I'd get the NFL ticket, but yeah. I would be pissed. That I, I think I think three weeks <laughs> well, in. You're going to be pissed either way. I think, if you, got, I think you, if you got that okay, three weeks. I changed my mind. I'm going to get the, the, the other one because you could watch the Premier League from August through May. Yeah. And the NFL longer. is literally um, September through January. So I would be really bored for eight months a year if I had the NFL package. Some where, commemorative cup would wash up on the shore and it would yeah. be like Viking champ, uh, Super Bowl champions. The two, year be I like two years wa- ago. Yeah. And you'd celebrate them. The, 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 uh, yeah. Like the, the Vikings would be the only thing that I would really care about. So I, I, I think I would go with the premier league. That season is forever. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, that's all the time we have. On you heard North- it here. Yeah. Eric loves the premier league. More. I love it. I love it so much guys. That's all the time we have this week on the Northeast podcast. Go back, check out our first episode of the week, which was awesome. Um, we talked all about um, things that you should be watching, the news. We talked about our Marvel rewatch. We talked about Dark, which is definitely the best show on TV right now. And we did Northeast Rate. So go back, check that one out. Um, but otherwise, uh, stay inside, turn that air conditioning on, or get yourself in a pool of some sorts, uh, and stay cool because it's really hot out there. Hopefully our takes were hot enough uh, to keep up with the weather. Um, we'll be back with you guys next week on the Northeast Podcast.